What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. Like usual, we are going to do a Bachelor Nation breakdown. And then we have our Clickbait of the Week, Relationship Goals for 2021, and our special guest, Graham Bunn. He is a Bachelor alum. But you know what? Let's just get right into it, all right? Let's do the Bachelor breakdown. Taisha, you ready? I am ready. So, Joe, we have... Some interesting tea. But I'm sure you guys all saw Sarah Trot exited this week from The Bachelor. It was a juicy, juicy, dramatic exit. But mm-hmm. it looks like Sarah's actually doing pretty well because we just saw her out and about with Mr. g Easy himself. So what do you guys think about that? I, but I, well, first, let's talk about her exit, right? Because yes. I, it, Matt clearly is into her. Like, he did not want her to leave. Like, he I went completely to completely agree. He was pushing for her. It seemed like she was into him too, but she was crying the whole time. She got bullied by the girls. There's no doubt about that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, would you guys have taken part in that if you were on the show? Because they kind of bullied her at the end. Bringing her down like that? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I don't do all that. I will say that a lot. Uh, I will say that I saw both sides of it. I definitely saw both. I mean, she isolated herself. I'm not justifying what the girls did but i'm also mm-hmm. saying that she kind of instead of like letting people know that she was having a hard time she isolated herself and the only time that they did see her was when she interrupted their group date you know like that's whack yeah. like i would have been pissed just like katie was pissed i would have been pissed at that <laughs> whole situation and you interrupt a group date guess what if she would have interrupted a one-on-one she would have had beef with one person you interrupt a group date you got beef with eight girls ten girls however many girls is on the thing right like it's, but don't people know by now it's like not a good idea to interrupt a group date it's just it's right? I, I, it's just it's just it's it's a hard thing but also i get the side where it's like you don't you're having a hard time and you want to talk to your man you want to talk to your boyfriend about about your hard time so i get why she wanted to only talk to matt and not necessarily open up to the other girls as well mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that if you if you you know for my season if you're one of those people that you just go after it and you just run over other girls people are going to be pissed off about that there is a certain type of sort of i don't want to say etiquette but there's a rose ceremony. You're going to get a chance to talk to him. I mean, you're quarantined in Emicolon. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> He's not I mean, going yes anywhere. No. Yeah. You don't always get a chance to talk about or talk to the, you know, bachelor or bachelorette. Well, but in her uh, case, she, party. but in her, in her situation, she had had a one-on-one. She had, mm-hmm. I mean, someone like her, I feel like, why wouldn't she get a chance to talk to him? Because they've already established such a, the deep relationship. You know, it's something the show does is that I love is there's really no rules, right? You could just go for it. You and can go for it. But what I'm saying is, is I, I agree with that. But when you go for it and you have to live in a house with a group of people, then you're going to catch that fire. It, no yeah. one's going to be like, hey, it's OK that you just had all this time with him and now you're taking all my time too it's fine i don't like i don't like matt that much i don't like his muscles that much you go ahead girl you do it what like let's be real here her out saying i hope your living situation with matt is um just fine because your living situation with us is now yeah she should have she should have backed up what she did she should have just went in there and like yeah i'm gonna do like that's why I really enjoy listening to the Queen Victoria because she backs up her shit talking. Like she's like, I'm I'm calling you out. I don't give a fuck. 
I'm going to say what's on my mind. I appreciate that. And it's fun to watch. So, by the way, with the whole G-Eazy thing, and, like, it's so crazy how, the, like you said, Tasha, the internet just runs with how, you know, you see one picture and now every, they're, they're married. They're basically married. Sarah and Jeezy were married. They got divorced. <laughs> they had three kids. You know, the whole thing happened because they had one picture together, right? Yeah. But, I mean, this was a long time ago. They didn't have masks on, so I'm assuming this this happened, you know, years ago or, you know, before the quarantine, at least. Uh, so, you know, the way she went home, we we really hope that her father's doing okay. You know, it was very sad. And, and you know, it questions if, you know, she probably felt like she might not have, should have come to the show anyway, knowing that she, you know, her dad was in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a rough episode to watch. And I definitely think that, you know, regardless, we're wishing Sarah well and her family and sending them love. I think she made the right move, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't really understand it. I probably never will. I'll probably never talk to her. Um, so, <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but I think she made the right move. Joe. Okay. Got it. I think a lot of people, you know, they have a lot of opinions as to what you should be doing in the situation, but nobody really knows what it's like to actually be there and make those decisions and know how you're going to feel. So, I think she did yes. the right thing for herself. Yes, but. It- and all the people that are online saying all these things back and forth, it's like until you're in that situation, you don't know how you're going to have re- no re- idea. Yeah, you're not, you don't know how you're going to react. So you could have been Sarah. You could have been one of the girls saying stuff to her. You don't know what you're going to do. Exactly. Well, another thing that the Internet is talking about um, is the fact that Queen Victoria was, quote unquote, planted um, from ABC. They oh is, she is a producer plant, which this is something I have actually never heard of before but natasha you said that actually people thought that you were possibly a producer plan is that right yeah and that like, i don't even I, know what that means this is the worst it's the worst it's the worst it's the worst it's it's like well in my case because i was like clearly the only person that called him out on his stuff early on like when peter mm-hmm. would do just wild stuff we'd be like well what he you know when the whole hannah b date happened i was like hold on y'all wait a second and i was kind of the only person that spoke up so people were like oh no she is talking to him how wait what she's actually questioning him wait what oh, she has to be a producer plant. And I was like, no, I got so many DMs about people saying to me, oh my gosh, are you a producer plant? Because they knew that I knew a producer on the show. He happened, She happened to be Peter's producer. And they just thought for whatever reason, I was hired to be on the show because I would call him out on his BS. And I was like, no, 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 this is just me. <laughs> That's how I am. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, why would ABC even, first of all, everybody that watches the show knows there are producers on set. I mean, this is the way the show works. So mm-hmm. why would you feel the need to also add a producer plant? It makes absolutely, absolutely. no sense. And I think Victoria I say, is hilarious. I mean, she is. <laughs> I, like, I was cracking You're shipping up. Victoria. I was cracking up. I don't her. know it's because I'm also, like, starting to watch the show. I mean, I've watched it for a few seasons now, but I guess I'm getting into it. I'm, like, part of Bachelor Nation. Um, <laughs> but she's fucking funny. I mean, we have one of the most dramatic shows on television. Do you really think that we need a producer paint to cause more drama in the house? I don't think so. I think we're fine. We're doing just fine. Where did it come from? Did they do this on other shows or something? Like, where does this mindset even come from? I don't know. Well, because I think like people start acting like pretty erratically and like doesn't seem normal at all. But the thing is, there are, you know, some people that do some crazy stuff outside of, you know, that are not filmed on television and she's just being herself. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think we just, 
I'm going to say this. I used to work on the Dr. Phil show. Listen, people are just wild. Okay. <laughs> like people are wild. They you go and, well. like people are, wi- some people are wild. So I don't know why they think that either. <laughs> would you, would you be a producer plant though? Do you think you'd be a go one? I think I'd be really good. I would, I I would no. love that job. No, I think I would, I would not love do it, that. but I guarantee you, I would fall in love with the damn person. Like, have you seen that movie Failure to Launch? Like how she's like trying to get him to move out, and then she ends up like, falling in love with him. Like that would be me. So no, it wouldn't work out for me. It's something so Bridgerton. For our, something for our listeners to pick up on. If you haven't noticed, Tasha always references Matthew McConaughey movies. It's just something she always does, no matter what. It happened in a Matthew McConaughey movie. Y'all think I was lying when I said I'm, he is actually my husband? I am in love with that man. Oh well, well yeah, because Zach reminds. No of them so yeah exactly. he really does he does yeah. Yeah. never mind i won't talk about our anyway no, no, on. what tasha <laughs> tell us tell yeah, us what happened yeah, yeah what happened did y'all do some role playing or something that's actually oh. a very good idea but no um i will say he was showering the other day and when he like looked up at one point i was like oh my god you really do look like him it was it's amazing working. it's working you were, you were like you were like matthew i mean zach I swear, if I actually called him Matthew, I would be in so much trouble. All right, I know, I know, I know. You guys don't, you know, I know you guys won't dabble in role playing, or I don't know. But if you were okay, <laughs> and you have to choose Zach to be a Matthew McConaughey character in any of his movies, Ooh. Yeah, movie. what movie? Oh, hands down, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <gasps> okay, he's really? so hot on that like little motorcycle thing, and like I don't know, I like his like, you know, when he he's just like. And he's like, frost yourselves. I don't know. He's hot. You hear this? You guy. hear this, Zach? That's the way to her heart. A motorcycle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's go back to the clickbait of the week. Okay. Yes. Yes. Last but not least, Natasha, yes. you're in New York. Yep. I'm now in New York. And mm-hmm. apparently Peter's now in New York. Apparently New York is a new hotspot for Bachelor Nation alum. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of guys from your season were, were is here too. Exactly. I guess. There's so many of us now. I'm actually quite surprised we haven't even ran into each other. But <laughs> with this, I'm just wondering, I'm so happy that Peter made it out here. I think it's really good for him. But also, do you think Kelly is going to be coming out here on her own as well? I know she plans on it, but is she following her ex or do you think she's doing it for herself? Well, she mm. said it, right? She said it on Instagram. She was like, you know, I'm... I'm healing my wounds in the Florida Keys, chilling, and then I'm going to move to, like, that's way, I mean, that's at least what I saw. And then she's like, I'm going to move to New York City. Peter just moved to New York City. I don't think she's following him. I think it's more of like, you, I, I'm going to one-up you. Like, if you're going to move there, I'm going to move there too. And I'm probably going to get a nicer place because that's what I think she's doing. I think she's like, oh. It's no, you don't think it. so? I don't I don't know. I just I don't know if I would want to move if I'm going to start over. I don't know if I want to move into move to the same to the same city. place where my ex is. I mean, maybe it wasn't such a bad breakup. Maybe it was like maybe you know, and maybe they're cordial and maybe they're fine and you know, maybe like it's not a big deal. I just know on my season Peter always talked about moving to New York and he said there was something that he always wanted to do. Um mm-hmm. but I yeah, I don't I don't know that I personally would want to move to the same city, but New York's a great city. I mean, pandemic wise, it's kind of crazy, but it's the best yeah, city in like the world. The, this is like I the worst it. time to move there. But Peter doesn't strike me as like an East Coast guy. He's like, what does he strike you as? West really? Coast, like, yeah, like he's he's more of like you know like softer spoken, and he seems very chill. 
Right? I mean, that, when I see him, I don't I mean, that's think so. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think what? he's a little bit more of like a city life kind of guy. You think he's a fast? Natasha, would you agree? Yeah, I would think I, so. I I don't I don't know. What do you mean? You know him. You made out she with him. He clearly has some thoughts. Oh, oh, so I can I can I can tell if I make out with someone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You taste like the East Coast. What? How fast was that tongue moving? Was it slow? Oh my god. Was it on West Coast time or East Coast time? She is I a have lady. A, she does not kiss. Yeah, I have tell. amnesia. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, listen. Blink twice if it was fast. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm anyway, gonna, I, I mean, I'm glad that he has made the move. I hope that he um, stays single for a little while and just enjoys his life, you know, and um, mm-hmm. do all the fun things that New York has to offer um, and or people has to offer. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, just be single. That's, you know, and just enjoy life. Just do that for a little bit and then well, find your your person. Well, good luck, Peter. You know, New York's definitely the place to be single. If I was, well, I am single. I would move <laughs> to New York, but. Oh, <laughs> Joe. We really need to get you a girl. Anyway, and it's also a great place to be while it being engaged and bi-coastal and have a lot of exes in the same city. So uh, go New York. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what, guys? I think that's, I think that's all we could talk about with Bachelor people. We're going to be breaking down Bachelor Nation news every single week, but I've had mm-hmm. enough of it. Let's yes. move on. Let's talk about let's talk about our clickbait. What do we let's got for get to the clickbait of the week? All right. So this clickbait is all about keeping your relationships spicy with mm-hmm. relationship goals for 2021. Because uh, we already know what happened with 2020. <laughs> um, we know. So uh my favorite relationship goal that was in this clickbait was the rule about practicing hearing and saying no for all the relationships like not just your partner but with your family with your friends you know we have to really normalize hearing and also saying no just to set those boundaries that was one of my favorites um and that's not necessarily there. You would think like, oh, that's not really how you keep it spicy. But actually it is. It is because you could say, no, babe, we can't do it tonight, but we could do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's those boundaries that we need in order to so people feel good and great. How do you guys keep it spicy? Tell me. Go with the flow in, in your life and just and just be in a relationship and have fun. And if you don't want to do something, just say, I don't want to do it. But you could still like, I wouldn't put like, for me, all right, okay, Tara, I'm in a new relationship and I write down, this is, I'm going to write down 10 goals that Mm -hmm. I want to happen in my relationship. Mm -hmm. To me, I I just, I I would never do that. (laughs) Well, you don't have to make it so traditional, Joe. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be so black and white. It's just like same time. I think that this is the thing. I feel like a lot of people tend to run into a routine, which in turn makes them bored. There you go. Which then turns into a failed relationship because then you just start Mm. getting like antsy. You want to go do more things. You just are an unquote. I hate this. I'm unhappy. I hate that in a relationship. I hate when people are like, I'm just not happy. I want more. So make it more like Mm. figure out what spices up things. And it doesn't have to be so crazy like for me zach and i we have started to like get into like some tv shows right now we're watching kingdom if you haven't seen kingdom it's freaking good Mm -hmm. and um that's like kind of how we like end our 
evenings. But the other day I was like, you know what? I'm not watching. Like, let's not watch Kingdom. Let's just like blast some music, order some good food. And let's just like talk and chill. And we started dancing around the freaking house. Like we had some really good conversations. And it just it's just changing up the routine. That's how you spice it up. Just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You think things Be are proactive. boring, but they're not. Be proactive. Yeah, yeah. Play a lot of board games. The opposite of going with the flow, Joe. <laughs> okay, but I, th- I, I think people need to accept the fact that, like, oh yeah, I agree with you, Tasha. I, I hate when people say I'm unhappy in this relationship because it's, it's on you to, to fix that. But also, life's not always happy and fun. Like, it's okay that life sucks sometimes, and that like mm-hmm. your relationship isn't the best in this moment. Like, that's life. It's not always going to be great. But what if it, the thing is, it's like two people have to feel that way. So if you're feeling bored and the other person isn't per se feeling bored, what are you going to do about it? Right? Communication. Communication. Exactly. That's Mm -hmm. the most important thing. Say how you feel. But I also feel like with a relationship, you have to be able to, I think it's very important to keep two identities. You have to have like your own Mm -hmm. and then you have like when you're with your person. Yeah, and for me, it's really simple. Like, I love to go take a walk for myself. I think it's really important for me just to go clear my head, be able to have a little bit of me time um, for about like 45 minutes to an hour, and then I can just go back home and I'm a better partner for my person just because I'm able to, you know, have a little time to myself, decompress, and then be a better partner at home. So like, it's just little things that you have to figure out. But one of the goals that I actually saw in this clickbait that I actually really like was addressing issues really early on. Yes. Which is instead of like letting things like brew and stir up like or build up mm-hmm. um you just kind of like let your person know like hey like i actually really don't like that doesn't mean you need to be confrontational 24 7 but it's more right. like look this is kind of bothering me i just don't like it why don't we do it a different way can mm-hmm. i have an example i don't know can i have an example you- like what's something okay. i want you to be honest both both <laughs> okay because I, I will as well but like what's something that like really bothers you at the beginning of a relationship like what's something when that people would get say when people say they're going to do something and they don't do it like oh hey i'm really busy at work i'm going to call you right after and they don't call me until tomorrow you still Um, working you worked all night fuck what you doing (laughs) you know what i'm saying don't tell me say you're gonna call me later because you're busy don't say you're gonna call me when you're finished with work like it's like that like do you know what i mean like yeah that's my thing like don't tell me you're gonna because now i'm like i'm i cancel my plans because now bay is gonna call me later and we gonna have a whole sexy time or whatever blah 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 like i may i'm trying to be intentional with you be intentional with me so that is something that's like when someone does that if you say you're gonna do something and you don't do it oh honey you gonna hear about it right away <laughs> you know that's funny yeah for that's me true. what about you Tasha? It's little things that I notice. Um, sometimes chewing bothers me. <laughs> like yeah, smacking? No, that's, yeah, that's fine. Um, like yeah, smacking? I don't like when people say sure instead of yes. <laughs> I don't like when people put their towels on the floor. Like things like that. Like that stuff bothers me. Oh, okay. So it's more gestures. Sure instead of yes. Good luck dating Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, please tell me you're not a guy that says sure. I say sure. Uh, I say sure. Of course like, hey, he do does. you want to order Thai tonight? Sure. No, it's like, yes, I do. Or no, I don't. Do you want to go out to a museum this weekend? Sure. Okay. So being definitive is what you're saying. You, like, being definitive, have yeah. something to say as, as opposed to sure. I hate, okay, mm-hmm. I hate when I know that my girlfriend is upset about something 
but she won't talk about it. And girls do this shit all the time. Like, I'm so upset, and I'm going to put on this attitude for the next six hours until you <sighs> pry it out of, out of, out of me. Mm. So that goes along with number 10, what she said, addressing issues early. It literally, yeah. yeah. So like Look she's letting, you hate it when she lingers and you're like, just tell me what I did. Just tell me so I can fix yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say for our listeners, there's this book that I literally live by. It's called Attached by Amir Levine. And Tasha and I were at a bookstore and we saw it. Yes. It is, it's the, it's the best book. And this number 10 is a going along with a secure if you are a secure partner in your relationship, it's not like insecure versus secure. You have to read the book to understand what I'm saying. But secure people just, they just say it how it is. Hey, I didn't like this. Hey, this happened. Hey, why why wouldn't we do this instead of this? Like, they're just very up for, upfront and straightforward. Uh, it's something that I highly recommend to our listeners. It's great. <laughs> That's yeah, good. I think, I think that's very important. So this clickbait, there was one of the things in here where for the relationship goals, they basically said, okay, are you guys ready for this? I'm going to read this in my best erotica voice for you. Are oh you ready? God. Are you ready? So sometimes you eat because you're bored and sometimes you eat because you're starving. The same goes for sex. You know when you're neutrally into it versus when you're totally consumed and ready to go for it. You can't imagine not getting right to the point this second. Mm. We have to learn what we want and what our and what makes our partner feel super duper turned on. And then we have to do more of that and more of that and more oh of that. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, wow. How was that, guys? How was that? That was so really something. That, so that relationship goal basically tells us that we have to learn what we want and we have to learn what our partners want. And that's communication and talking about sex freely and openly in the bedroom with your partner. So I know this kind of switched real quick, but I think that's very important relationship goals. Okay, but do, do you do that? Do you have that conversation before you have sex or do you have the sex? You have the foreplay. You see how it goes. And then you have that conversation. Oh, interesting. You know, because if you if you have if you have it before, then that kind of takes the mystery away from it, which could also be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I would say after you've had the sex. So after then you're maybe, gonna, then yeah, you're gonna tell you then you're like, telling your partner that eh, just that they didn't you know, perform well. No, no, but it's all about how you present it. It's one thing to be like, don't do this, do that. It's another thing to be like, oh, babe, how about if we try this tonight? Handcuffs, whips. I don't know. <laughs> Handcuffs, whips. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, letting them know, like, you like this or that or, you know, and, and it's all about the presentation, I think. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, if a woman is trying to tell a man, let's do some kinky shit, they're going to they be like, oh, what are you trying to say? You know, Joe's well, red in face enough. right now. He's grinning oh, so oh, big. Oh, I wish you guys oh, could oh, see him. Oh, now, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I, I, listen, I'm, you know, I'm down. I'm down to experiment. I'm down to have fun. Like, He's so hot and bald. Because, no. <laughs> I'm Joe, laughing. Joe I'm is squirming. I'm laughing because another big clickbait are, uh, that was all over every social media account was this Army Hammer. Oh, it was this Army Hammer thing, like what he's into. And like, clearly, like, I don't know what's true or what's not. So I don't want to put myself, you know, in that. But yeah, like if a girl like here, if a girl's like her dirty talks, like I want to suck your blood, like crazy <laughs> shit like that, because that's kind of like what was going on with them, you know, like 
No, that's her. not what was going on. He said, I want to rip your heart out and eat it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I want to I I suck Literally, it was not, I want to suck your blood, okay? <laughs> I mean, no. it was a lot of that too, but he also wanted to cut her up. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you find any, like, did anybody find that sexy? I found it very creepy and I would run faster yeah. than I've ever ran before yeah. away from this man. But he's really hot, so. No, 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 but That's no, no. some weird, creepy stuff. No, I don't know. Not I don't know anybody on. that's into that. For the record, um, in the height of BLM, Armory was very uh, vocal on Instagram and I messaged him about that and we talked a little bit and he did not for the record say anything rude or mean back Wait, he oh. said or, or nasty he just it was a very pleasant uh conversation for the record all right so we're, we're uh, clearly we're not gonna let this go so <laughs> natasha has what you've talked to army hammer is that what's happening i have we have dm'd and my dms was not n- nasty like that <laughs> They were not. They was okay. Really so nice. when exactly was this? Yeah, was there potential to like meet up? Uh, no, there was no potential to meet up. No, he didn't tell me he wanted to eat my heart or anything. No. Um, Natasha, if he would have told you to eat your heart, or he was going to eat your heart, <laughs> I would hope that you're not this casual about it. No, no. So the clickbait. <laughs> we're done with Army. We're done with him. We're using I that as clickbait. So, yeah, literally. That is our clickbait for the He was end. very Next nice. Is Natasha and Army. <laughs> no, no, no. He was very nice. Um, but I clearly was not dating him. So, that's, so I, I, I think basically, I think what we've, the understanding that we've come to on this podcast is that in a relationship, at any point of the relationship, the most important thing is communication. Yes. Say how you feel. Don't yes. be scared to do it because that is how you are going to grow as a couple, as a person. Yes. And in life. Um, yes, Joe. Agreed. You know? Also, if you're unhappy, a.k.a. fix it. Mm. Just, Try, just fix it. Yes. Try yes. a little something, something. Yes. Get, to the, get, to, get to the fix root of it. Why are you unhappy? Why are you put, putting up with this? Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yes, Tasha. Yes, yep. Joe. Mm. And if you're mm. having trouble I fixing it and you want our advice... DM us. DM us. DM us. And we'll talk about it. Okay, guys, we could obviously talk about this clickbait all day long, but it is time for our guest. We have Bachelor alum, Graham Bunn. You may know him from Bachelorette Season 4, Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, and now the man is huge in the country world. He has a very popular podcast called Country Shine. Graham Bunn, what's up? Welcome to the show. Graham I am so happy to have you on the show. What's up? How are you? Uh, well, thank you. One, I'm just glad you got my name right. I'm surprised you guys would even have space for me on here, but I, I appreciate you guys having me. And I've heard a few of your shows, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm honored to be included in it. You guys do a great job, so thanks so much for having me on. Thank we appreciate you. that. Thanks, we man. appreciate that. Very nice. That's a good way to butter us up right before we drill you with a bunch of private <laughs> questions. Yeah, before uh, you guys throw me to the stakes, you know, I want to make sure you guys know I did my homework. I listened to the the Fortune Feimster episode, the Nikki Bella episode, okay. and there was one other uh, Dancing with the Stars castmate that I listened to as well. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Didn't isn't there rumors that didn't you date Chriselle at one point? Uh, yes, Chriselle and I dated for uh, a few years. Yeah, back in the day. 
Uh-huh. Okay. So you've been you've been like buzzing in the clickbait world lately when Diana said that you actually thought that it was going to be Chrishell as Bachelorette. Uh, yes, that 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 did surface. That that is inaccurate. Uh, but oh, I love Diana. I've got a great relationship with Diana. So if Diana feels that way, then I can totally understand why she would feel that way because I did date Chrishell before and after uh, my appearance on the show. Ooh. Okay. All right. That's that's good to know. Well, so but you didn't but you didn't know that she was not gonna be the Bachelorette or was gonna No, be. I knew when I was approached to do the show, Chrishell and mm-hmm. I had, had broken up fairly recently. Um and the story <laughs> the story is so crazy nobody would ever believe it. So I'll I'll keep it as simple as possible. They showed me a Tell picture us. of Diana. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's been so long and Chriselle is one, uh, I listened to her show and the one thing I will say about Chriselle that I don't think a lot of people know is she might be the hardest working girl that I've ever, you know, been blessed to spend time with. Like she works so hard. When we met, we met through mutual friends. One of my buddies was on All My Children. I was living in New York uh, doing my clothing company that raises money for children's charities and I mean, I was just blown away by her, and, and you guys sat with her. She's incredibly mm-hmm. charismatic, uh, one of the most beautiful, physically beautiful girls you'll ever see. And then when you get to spend time with her, it's easy to understand how anyone would fall in love with her. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, I was blessed to spend time with her before and after the show. And at one point in time, we, we separated because she was going to do the show. So, you know, it, it was a crazy, it was a crazy time. And like, again, nobody would believe the story if I told it. Well, you, you said it here. So we believe you now. We believe yeah, you. Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. Glad he set the record straight. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, yeah, you know. So Graham, prior to going on, prior to going on Bachelorette, I want to get a little background on you. You're from North Carolina. I am born and raised Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out to the the new bachelor, Mr. Matt James, hometown hometown hero. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. What's a, what's favorite okay. favorite barbecue in North Carolina? Anything vinegar based, and I'm good. I'm rocking with it, Parker's. Ooh. But anything vinegar based, and and you and I can we can be friends. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. So prior to going on, like prior to going on the Bachelor, you were a professional basketball player in Germany, correct? Correct. Yes. I know it doesn't look like it on this Zoom. Time has not been kind to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop it. How was playing ball in Germany? It was it was so cool. And and to be honest, you know, just to say that I was a professional athlete is is an honor. It took a lot of work. I know you can't tell because I look so physically imposing, but it took a lot of work for me to get there. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so then all right, so how did you get on the show? How did you get on Bachelorette? So, yeah, uh, one shout out to ABC and everyone on The Bachelor and that franchise. It was it was a it was a wonderful experience, but it was it was a very hard experience for me because I had just left Germany. I'd been in New York, I think maybe a year or so, and I spent my entire life dedicated to basketball. So I didn't really know anything other than basketball. So I was kind of trying to figure out what my path was in right. in the world. And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Chriselle and fell in love. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, this is the most adult relationship I've ever been in. And <laughs> yeah, it was Even incredible. Now. 
Even even how, now, how old were you? Know, wow, I think how I was twenty eight. I think I was twenty eight years old when when we started dating, yeah. and uh, unfortunately for me, she was approached by the Bachelor to do the show, and so mm-hmm. we'd only mm-hmm. been dating. We hadn't been dating long, um, mm-hmm. and I I got to give Chriselle all the credit in the world. She came to me and had and, and I don't know if it broke any kind of legal agreement, but she said, "Look, this is what's going on in my life." Uh, I feel like this is what's best for me and I want to mm-hmm. pursue this avenue if it comes for me and I wish her well. I was, you know, hey, I, I totally understand. We we just met. We've only been dating a very short period of time and uh, if it doesn't work out, maybe, you know, maybe we can, we'll see each other again. So, um, fast is forward, that how I guess. Is, is that how, Go I got to stop you there. I got to stop you. Sure. <laughs> I know. I, I want to know about this. Chriselle, I mean, Chriselle's a beautiful, beautiful girl. You're into her. And then you think everything's going great, and then she drops this on you. And I know, yeah, I mean, I would, I feel like I would be the same. Like I would wish her well. But was there a part of you like pissed? That was hurt, or like no, don't yeah. go? Well, think about it this way: like, what's the play there? Like it, that I get mad at her, and I and I send her off, pissed off, so she never talks to me again. So yeah, I, yeah. you know, of course, I was I was disappointed. But again, I, I have to reiterate: we'd only been dating. And we dated a long time within a group setting because we had mutual friends. And mm-hmm. so, you know, gotcha. for me, in my life, of course, I'm going to fall hard for her. But, you know, she was very open when, when we started dating. She was coming off of uh, a really bad experience with, with someone in New York. And she was very mm-hmm. open about her expectations of our relationship. She was very strong-willed in her communication about, hey, this is where I'm at. And if you're okay with that, I would love to spend time with you. But if not, I totally get it. You have to do what's best for you. So when we had that conversation, I I didn't have any legs to stand on outside of saying, hey, I wish you the best. You know what I mean? She was very, right, yeah. very honest and very caring. And she was very sweet about it. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I learned a lot about communication. I don't like uncomfortable conversations. And to her credit, she probably doesn't either, but she's really good at it. You know, like ah, relationship goals. We were talking yeah. about that. So she walked, <laughs> she walked away from the situation knowing that she had, you know, been honest, forthright and caring and then made me feel like, hey, look, it's not not anything to do with us. We're great. And then, and obviously, I mean, we we were together for like two years after the show. Um, mm. But yeah, she huh. she taught me a lot and I'm proud of her and I'm proud of her to this day. And she seems happy and, and looks like she's got a handsome gentleman in her life. And so I think she's doing great. Yeah, but wait, but Graham, but so how did you get on the Bachelorette? So uh, (laughs) I guess (laughs) sure the details on this. I guess Ellen got involved when Deanna was on. uh, What's the gentleman's name that she was? She was on. He's a really nice guy. Guy from Austin, Brad. Yeah. And I guess she yes, Brad. she was left standing and America fell in love with Deanna, which is easy to do. She's an incredible girl and, and I love her to death. We're, we're very close friends to this day. So Ellen mm-hmm. got involved and I think Ellen is the one that kind of put the kibosh on Chriselle's season. And so whatever happened, the powers that be at ABC made the decision to move forward with Deanna and not Chriselle. So mm-hmm. at that point in time, Chriselle and I were still friends because she, you know, she came back to New York or she was working in New York and she said, Hey, look, you know, um, it didn't work out, but so I'm not going to do the show. And so we, we were still friends, but 
we weren't back together. You know, it was that was a hard thing to see yeah. back together. You know, it's like, oh, now what do I, I do as a person? Mm, right. And then unfortunately for me, my grandfather passed away on February 10th. And mm. um, he was my Sorry best friend. That. He was uh, the closest person I've ever lost. And that was kind of the first time within my family I was ever asked to be an adult at that point in time in my life. My parents are amazing and could not. You know, I'm the baby of the family. So as much as I'd like to say I'm a grown-up, they've they've always been great to me. But that weekend, you know, I had to be there for my father and had to be there for my family and and do a lot of things that we don't need to get into, but a lot of responsible things that go into funerals and go into losing somebody. So Chriselle played a large role in that weekend for me because she was someone that I could lean on. And I called her as a friend, and she could not have been more supportive and – talk me through some difficult times and I misconstrued that when I came home I flew home early for Valentine's Day and um Chrishell had plans with like friends or a party or something and I took that really hard because I was look so looking forward to seeing her so I was working at a bar in New York at the time so I just went to work and when you work at a bar you become friends with everybody and you kind of go and hang out when you can and so I had a little too much to drink on Valentine's Day in a bar in New York City, and I ended up walking around the bar with no shirt on and a bottle of Makers making friends. And then I know I was on the Bachelorette. <laughs> wow. So, wow. Okay, so, so what has? So you're walking around the bar. Did somebody approach you and said, hey, you know, we want you to co- come on the show, try out for the show? Is that how it worked? Yeah, somebody came. Basically, somebody grabbed me. And again, I, I want to reinforce this and I apologize to my parents when they hear this I was acting like an asshole like I was walking around with like no shirt on or something or like just being we all do Graham we all do I act like an asshole every Friday so I've been doing it for, I've been doing it for 15 years so you're, you're good a safe space don't yeah. worry I'm out of that luckily I'm out of that season of my life but I'll be honest I was not you know I was not on my best behavior we'll just say that and I was going through a lot you know I had just buried mm-hmm. my grandfather uh, I, I thought the girl that I was into, I thought that was gone forever. I didn't really know how to handle it. And being mm-hmm. an athlete, I didn't really drink a lot growing up. So I was new. I was kind of new to alcohol and, and, mm. and its effect on my behavior, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially Blame large, it on the alcohol. large doses of it. So, uh, yeah, Graham, so you're still like, making excuses it, it, 10 years later and you're still making excuses <laughs> for the alcohol. No, no, I, I, I'm guilty of it. I'm 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 trying to own up to it right now. Right. Making excuses and also laying the land yes. that I was I was behaving crazy, like I, you know, making friends with everybody. So somebody, I guess somebody from ABC was in the bar and they just walked up to me and said, "Hey, if you can pass a blood test, you're good." <laughs> oh my gosh! Amazing! Wow, so I, that's I was on really the freaking like, cool. I don't know, like three weeks later, I showed up with like one suitcase and, and was like, hey, I'm here. I don't even know what's happening right now. Yes. It, it sounds, it, actually, it's very similar to my experience as far as like, I feel like we're pretty similar. Is like, <laughs> I, I'm assuming you didn't really watch the show. You're just like, what kind of went with the flow? Did you think you could actually fall in love on, on the show? Um, well, one of the cool things and one of the reasons that I'm still friends with Deanna to this day is I was skeptical of the process. Uh, my family got involved because, again, not to air it out, I, I didn't have a history with alcohol. So when my grandfather passed away, I was abusing alcohol to get through 
some things that I was going through. And, you know, that's, there's no excuse for that, but I didn't really know how to process that. So I had access to alcohol. I had access to distractions. And so my family, and I would have never thought this, but my dress blues winning Marine and my father was like, look, I don't really know if you're coping with this very well, no matter what, I think you should go do this opportunity. You'll meet a nice girl. If it doesn't work out, you come home. Like, but right now, right. what you're the way you're handling and processing this loss in your life is not healthy, and we're worried about you. And that was kind of a sobering thought because if you if you saw my show, which I'm sure probably did not, it's been a long time. My dad's not a reality television guy, so you know <laughs> when he told me to go, I, I realized, all right, maybe this is maybe this is a wonderful opportunity, and it was. It was a wonderful opportunity, and I can't I can't say enough about the franchise and about the people that have been in my life since the franchise and. Again, and Chriselle as well. I understand why Chriselle would, would have wanted to do it. And, and as you guys know, um, it's just it's just a once-in-a-lifetime type of deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so she didn't end up being the Bachelorette, but you were on the Bachelorette. So what did she say when she found out you were going to be on the show yeah. instead of her? Uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't have extensive conversations about it before I left, but we definitely mm-hmm. had some <laughs> extensive, <laughs> extensive conversations <laughs> when I got home. Um, I bet. Again, I, like, Deanna is one of best friends. Like, I, I love Deanna, and I still talk to Deanna. I went to her wedding. Um, she's someone I support and, and yes. love, and, and I was grateful that she was my bachelorette. We, we yes. had a wonderful relationship. Now, if you watch the show, it was like, we're always arguing, <laughs> but I, I take pride in that because I, I was really just trying to be honest of like what I was dealing with, where I was mm-hmm. as a person. Like I never treated it as a TV show. I just treated it as there's a bunch of weird cameras around, but let's just me and you discuss what's what's happening. And so, right. and if anyone's ever met her, her husband or her family, like we, we never had anything that pales in comparison to what they have. So mm-hmm. me asking to leave that show, I think was a wonderful decision for all of us. And Right. You know, I'm, I'm very happy for her. But yeah, when I got home, Chriselle, who worked for ABC, you know, she was on all my children. So she she knew certain things. And uh, that was there was a lot of it was a lot of healthy conversation had when we decided to spend time together again. And I'm sure that wasn't easy for her. But we were together for, I, I mean, couple of years like she spent christmases at my family's house i thought about proposing to her you know it was wow it was a very serious wow. wonderful relationship and again i'm proud of her and i'm happy for her and uh it was a wonderful season of my life mm-hmm. oh do you happen to watch the bachelor now since you've been off it's been quite some time but are you a fan of the show still yeah i'm a fan of the show i'm a fan of you thank you so much for having me and i heard you oh, you thank moved you. to new york recently is that correct am i am i right that is that? right okay. i am here do you ever come out here and visit I, I try to obviously with the conditions that we're in now uh, i have not it's been right in a hard. while but one of my best friends uh big shout out to mr jay williams um he's mm-hmm. like my brother he works for NBA and ESPN over in Bristol. So he's got a place in Brooklyn. I try to make it out to visit him whenever I can. Um, he's he's a wonderful human being. And so anytime I get to New York, it's always nice to see him. I'm from uh, I'm from Chicago. So I'm familiar with Jay Williams when he got drafted <laughs> and the whole thing, the whole. How was that? If you guys aren't familiar, Jay Williams is an ESPN commentator. Yep. He was a successful basketball player at Duke and then got drafted number two. Yeah. Um, to the Chicago Bulls, right? 
Yep, behind the got Yeah, and then he got in a terrible motorcycle accident. So him being one of your boys, like how was how was coping with that? Yeah, that was difficult, and that was that was really hard. Uh, I was with him the morning that it happened. So um, oh, wow. again, for anyone that's not familiar with the story, just very successful, was in the NBA and. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously making a large amount of money and, and got on a motorcycle and he he's had history with motorcycles, but it was a new bike that he had just purchased and he almost died in the wreck. So um, to give a little bit of context about our relationship, he was airlifted to Durham, North Carolina, where I was still in college. I was still training uh, for my senior year and I spent, um, yeah, I spent a few days in the hospital with him, and then he and I lived together in New York City. When I got found by The Bachelor, we, he and I were roommates in New York. And he was <laughs> training to make his comeback, and so uh, I'm, I could not be more proud of him. He's just an incredible story about resilience and uh, mm-hmm. just the, the ability to take adversity and turn it on its head and become a success story. And I uh, highly recommend anyone that's listening to this, please, if you're not familiar, go check out Jay Williams' story. It's very inspiring. Yeah, yeah it really is. Sure. And also, he was a he's one of the, I mean, what happened to him is one of the bigger reasons why a lot of athletes are just more careful when they're in season yeah. and when they're doing things because in a blink of an eye, something so um, tragic can happen. So Yeah, I'm just glad he's still alive. I mean, the guy should be, he should not be here. And so he's, he's done an amazing job with his life and he gives back and he, he does things with local kids and schools and just, uh, uh, just an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And loves well, country music, by the way. And he likes country music. Yeah, okay. yeah, so let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about country music. So obviously you go on, you go on these reality shows, you go on The Bachelor. Pretty much it seems like it put you in the right track. It seems like everything went pretty well for you. And then you're hosting real country on USA. You're in the country world. How do you, how do you get involved in that? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it was an act of God, to be honest. I mean, I had never done radio before in my life. And so I was asked to come in and read, I guess, or put on a fake show for the radio station out here in Los Angeles. And I did that. Uh, I guess everybody else was busy, so they let me do it. And uh, I did that for like five years. And and I think some of the producers of Real Country, which was a basically a country American idol on NBC or NBC Universal. One of the producers happened to listen to my radio show in the morning. So they brought me in and and I had relationships with a lot of the country artists at that moment in time. And, And as you guys know, I mean, there's country artists on The Bachelor all the time. Like uh, Mm -hmm. there was one on my season. Well, who was on your season? Well, Adam Hambrick was on my season. Okay. Yeah. I saw saw Mr. Hambrick out here at Hotel Cafe, I think in 2019. Very talented individual. He's, He's so good. Amazing, amazing yeah. live. And I want to know, you know, we since Adam is one of the more up and coming people that we had on the franchise. Is yeah. there anyone that you would like to see on the franchise coming up? Any up and coming country stars that you would recommend? Anyone? But oh wow, that would be that would be uh, that's probably more of a, a bachelor wedding episode. I don't. Do they still mm. do the bachelor wedding episodes? Yes. Uh, yes. Once in a while. Okay. Yes. 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 I got to. Are, are you friends with Chris Stapleton? Uh, we're we're friendly. Yes, we're buddies. Uh, as okay. far as like when we when we see each other, he calls me. He's like, "Hey, Carolina, what's up?" I don't even know if he knows my name, but he calls me Carolina. <laughs> I'll take it. I I actually really love Chris Stapleton, but he's I feel like he's a little more um 
you know, everyone knows Chris Stapleton, right? right? But is there any up and coming people that you think should be on the show? Because Adam was amazing. Yeah, there's a guy in Nashville. His name is Jackie Lee. And I mm-hmm. think that he would Jackie be Lee. an amazing addition to the Bachelor franchise. So if, if you're looking, uh, Jackie, Jackie Lee, Lee, if you're out there, you need to make some calls. We'll figure it out. And on the female side, I would say a young lady who's also very talented. And I think they're very close friends. So maybe they do a duet is Lainey Wilson. Lady Wilson. All right. That is the right. endorsement from, I'm writing these from names Graham. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is great. I love and we've that. Had, we've had a few artists on that have done the bachelor on country shine and again selfish plug please anyone that likes country music come over to spotify listen to country shine uh i think dan and shay have done the bachelor which we've we've had them on they're good friends and then my buddy who he could be on every season because he writes a new love song that's amazing like (laughs) every two months is mr brett young Mm -hmm. yeah yeah can you uh can you talk about country shine your podcast yeah, tell yeah. us. How did it come about? Yeah, I'm, I'm so blessed and fortunate. Uh, one of my friends out here in Los Angeles, he was in the, the middle of getting involved with country music. He was a, acquiring uh, Big Machine, uh, the music label out in Nashville. And so he and I were kind of in conversations about artists and catalogs and, and some of the things that he needed to familiarize himself with before acquiring such a label. It's you know obviously a massive move. I think it was like several hundred million to, to buy this label. So uh, I went to Nashville with him. And again, it, it's, you know, people are like, oh, you never did radio, but you started in Los Angeles, which is a large market and just started doing radio or you've never done television. It just go on and do The Bachelor, which is like this massive television show. And I've always approached things the same way of like uh, very relationship based. So when you, when we're on here, like I like hanging out with you guys, you guys are are my friends and people, you know, the podcast stuff is kind of secondary to us kind of relating to one another, having a wonderful conversation and whatever we get out of it, we get out of it. So when I was Mm -hmm. in Nashville, I was just trying to help my friend and I ended up speaking to several people that worked at Spotify. I I had no idea who they were. They were just very nice, kind people. And we, we kind of discussed my point of view, their point of view on, on country music. And I was very fortunate that one of the conversations being had with a very powerful person at Spotify, Jason Aldean walked over and said some very nice, kind things to me because I hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, I Mm. think that they took notice that I I had built real relationships with artists and kind of was able to get into conversations with people about life, not so much uh, the stock card, like, oh, well, how's your new single? Like really talk and really kind of get to know the artists on a level that their fans want to know. And so that was kind of my calling, not so much as a country music expert, but just as somebody that really valued relationship, no matter who you are. And I think it came about that way because I feel like the platform that podcast is, and you guys have done an amazing job, the shows that I did listen to, you get to know people on a personal level that you can't really get to know them by just watching them on, let's say the bachelor or let's say dancing with the stars. You have real conversations. And I think people want to know that. Yeah, 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 I agree. And and you are a bachelor success story, so we love oh. having you on the show. You Thank know, you so we really much. do. And everything that you've been up to has been really great. And it's nice to, that we have this platform to catch up with old bachelor alum. You know, because people want to hear what you guys have going on. So it is time for us to get into a game. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm fearful. I was told we were going to play a game, so I'm a little bit fearful. I was not told. <laughs> 
what it was. Uh, and I will say that uh, I have a very close friend that works on y'all show and uh, she's, she's amazing and she could not be more proud of you guys. So I'm, I'm a little bit fearful. Like, is this going to be bad? Like, should I be nervous? Oh no! You should no. be. Yes. Maybe just I'm listen to the title and see see if you like that. Okay. Yeah. So so the game is called cr- Hot Cross Buns. Hot Cross Buns. <laughs> hope yes. I hope you're I hope you're ready for this. Okay. So in the Bachelor family, you've been in the Bachelor family for a while, and you are now successful in country music. You're a country music host. So we're gonna play a game where we're gonna read a lyric. Or a wedding proposal line. <laughs> okay? okay? And you have to tell us if it's a country song or if it was a wedding proposal line on The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, before we do this, in my defense, yes. if it's a good proposal, it's going to sound like a country lyric. <laughs> yes, that is exactly. True. Yes. That is true. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's going to be hard. Well, this, okay. and this is why we're judging. We're judging our Bachelor alum right now is what we're really okay. doing. And yes, by the way, exactly. thank you for saying that I was a successful alum. I appreciate that. That's very kind you, of you. There's, there's been so many people are, that have done kidding? wonderful things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, for oh sure. Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to start us off. Okay, you ready All for right. this? All right. You've been by my side from the very beginning. You never lost sight of what we could be. And for what I am so, and for that I'm so grateful for. I thank you every day for not giving up on me. <laughs> I'll read that again if you want. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'll just go ahead. I won't make you do that again. It it doesn't sound familiar to me, and it didn't seem to rhyme. So <laughs> I'll say bachelor. <laughs> yes, correct. Okay. That's, that's bachelorette number nine, Desiree and Chris. That is a proposal. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. That is too funny. Uh, All right, number, Joe, you're going to go n- next? Yeah, n- number two. And my voice is just this deep Chicago accent, so everything's going to sound bad. All right, <laughs> here we go. When you think about your forever, do you think about me? Oh, yeah, hmm? that's, that's, the, that's the country. That's the homies. That's Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. There yeah! you go. And I, have, yeah, I, I also do want to say I've seen you. You're friends with Justin Bieber, right? Because he's on I your Inst- I did a deep dive on your Instagram. You know everyone. Uh, no, yeah, I am friends with, with Justin and, um, I actually heard that song. This is a cool story. I heard that song easily a year before it came out. We were at church one night and this is terrible for me, but it's also a funny story. And so after church, Justin and and a couple of our, you know, our friends, uh, he was like, Hey, do you guys want to come to the studio and hear my new album? And this was before changes came out. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course, man. And it's, it's probably 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. So we get there. He orders a bunch of food. And again, Justin is one of the coolest, nicest, most talented humans I've ever met. He's good at everything. I mean, we play ball. And I was a professional basketball player. But we play ball at his house like on Monday nights. And he kills everybody. Like he's, <laughs> he's really good. So yeah, I love it. he plays the album. The album's amazing. And there's, there's actually a few tracks that, that – are unreleased that I think are coming this year um, that are going to, I mean, they're, they're smashes, but he gets to the very end of it and he, he looks at me and he goes, okay, now this is why I invited you. I was like, what? what? I thought I was invited just for no reason. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he, and he played his version of 10,000 hours, which is the lyric that you just read. So um, big shout out Boom. to Mr. Justin. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. So next one, 
Is this a country song or a Bachelor Nation proposal? I don't ever want another day to go by that I don't kiss you and tell you how beautiful you are and how much you mean to me. Oh. I don't recognize it, but I'll say I'll say country song. <gasps> Did I stop you? Was it my voice? Was yes. it the way I read it? <laughs> yes, Tasha. Oh, so yes, I, got Tasha. That, I got that wrong? You got yep. that wrong. That's actually a Bachelor Nation proposal from Bachelor in Paradise season five. It's Jared to Ashley. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I've, met, I've met Ashley once. Seems like a very, very nice girl. I did I did her podcast so for uh, Real Country when I was doing that. Oh, oh nice. no way. Yeah. Yeah. Seems seem like great. a very sweet girl. I, I've never met Jared, but we've exchanged some funny messages about football on Instagram over the years. <laughs> <laughs> he's great they're both really great people yeah all right next one when i first saw you i saw love and the first time you touched me i felt love yeah that's the homie that's shania twain <laughs> yeah one of my favorite songs by the way Fortunate so jealous do. that she's a homie for you. I yeah, want to be her homie. We, we did that show together. She was an executive producer and a judge on the show that I hosted. So I became really well versed in Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Actually, when I when I played basketball in grammar school, my mom used to drive me to the games and listen to Shania Twain. So that's how I correlate the two. <laughs> I, yeah, like I don't know if that's yeah i don't know i don't know i just felt like saying that okay all right my, all right here we go great Next story one. that was a great yeah, story. right that's definitely making the cut like that is for sure if you guys i don't know what production value we have here like what the budget is if we can throw some crickets in after that and all of us just pause that would be amazing that's the clickbait right there. that would be a beast that's so Let's good go. if i'm, right, able, I'm stumping if I'm you now all right i'm uh, post, you you better get this, that. okay? You better <laughs> okay, get this, okay. Graham. <laughs> All right. And now that we are together, I'm stronger than ever. I'm happy and free. Uh, would you mind one more time? Of course. And now that we are together, I'm stronger than ever. I'm happy and free. That's a country song for sure. <laughs> Um, okay. that is something somebody say it sounds familiar. I'm drawing a blank on the artist. Uh, give me, give it to me okay. one more time, one more time. Okay, it's someone I listen to because I, I recognize. Yeah, you should lyrics. get. You should honestly, you you should get this. Okay, I'm actually a little disappointed right now. Okay, <laughs> we have faith. We have faith. And now that we're together, I'm stronger than ever. I'm happy and free. Faith. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Yes. yes. Wow. Let's go. So good. Wow. So good. Don't you doubt me. Did you Shazam me? I think you just Shazam me. Because Shazam <laughs> would have picked that up for sure. Okay. Are you ready for this? Let's see if I can stump you again. Okay. You're my best friend. You're my soulmate. I'm going to keep you safe. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to wake up every morning and choose you over and over and over again. I mean, that sounds like vows. So. Uh, well, is it? I, I don't. I you can, look confused. It doesn't, I don't recognize that at all. So I'll just guess it's a, it's a bachelor quote, but I, I feel bad. I have no idea. I'm so sorry if I, I should know the person. Like, I, I, 
I love it's the, ba- okay. the Bachelor's yeah, been great okay. to me, so I'm so sorry. But I, I, I'm going to guess Bachelor quote. You did well. It's a Bachelorette quote. Good okay. job. All that right. is actually Bachelorette season, season 12 with Jordan and JoJo. So. JoJo. I was, JoJo was what I was thinking when you were saying that, but I didn't, you know, I didn't oh, want to really? guess. Oh, really? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Now, the last one, we, we believed you. This one, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't sell that well enough. <laughs> no, not at all. At least we know you can't lie. So. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I, again, everyone takes my money in poker. Trust me. okay all right next one life sure can try to put love through it but we built this so we built this right so nothing's gonna move it mary morris through it through it move it through it move it it rhymes right yeah the bones yeah yeah, I love One that song. One of my song. favorites. Yeah, she's, so she's crazy talented. And when my dad hears this, he's going to be proud of me because Mary Morris is my dad's favorite country artist right now. Really? Mm-hmm. So, dad, well, so dad, dad loves country too. Yeah, yeah he's okay. getting a lot of love in this. He showed up earlier. He's showing up now. You know, dad. Yeah, hey, shout out to dad. Checks in the mail, dad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Joe. You're my world, my heart, my soul. And if you ever leave, baby, you would take away everything good in my life. Oh, wow, Joe. That was romantic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. One more time because I like Joe's accent. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, a, okay. All right. I don't want to give it away. Give me the, give me the cadence of the song. Of oh, the song? How do you know I, it's a song? I, I only speak in one cadence. All I right. was hoping <laughs> that would trick him. I was hoping if he would just go on with it. <laughs> You're my, all right. You ready? Yeah. You're my world, my heart, my soul. And if you ever leave, baby, you would take away everything good in my life. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of a clue. Okay. All right. It's a, a really popular country. song. This is country because on that same card ride to basketball practice, my mom used to listen to this song too. It's one of the most. It's one of the most popular fa- country songs. I would say. And I believe it's a soundtrack. It's a, it's in a very popular movie as well. You know this. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna probably get this wrong, but I think it's Leanne Rhymes. Yes, this guy. You, you are good it. at this. How I don't know the. I, I don't know the song title though. I'm drawing a blank on the song title. It's how do, how I, do live? I live? Oh, there how we do go. I live? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just the like his accent kind of throws you for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm not going to put that on him. I, you know, I'm not going to throw my band under the bus. You know, we, we stick together. I appreciate together, that. Uh, you know? <laughs> I appreciate that, Graham. The God, deliver, his delivery sweet. was perfect. I, honestly, I would have never got it without his delivery. <laughs> okay, good. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> okay. I just got a few more for you. Nothing too crazy. Now, let's... Uh, oh, this is one of my favorite. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Hold you in my hands, anything and everything, you know that I'm all in. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's my guy. That's Brett Young. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Honestly, such a heartthrob. Brett is he one up. of my closest friends in country music and in life. Like, he's just the best. And then, uh, Tasha, are you, are you, you're an Orange County girl. Is that correct? That's right. Because he's an Orange County guy. I'm well aware. I saw him actually play. What there's like a country festival um, in Huntington Beach that he just played at like two years ago. Yeah, I, I was there. His his whole family came up. It was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm trying. Old Dominion played that same weekend. 
A lot of people. Yeah. It was a wonderful I festival. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, well, I figured, you you might, got- I figured you might like Brett Young. <laughs> of course I do. And actually, I was really jealous because he actually played on my season. Um, one of the dates he was with, he did Colton and Kalen's update. So, yeah, I was jealous. I wonder Hopefully what song he played. Festivals I think he, he one probably day. played here tonight. He did. Okay. Yeah. He did. <laughs> very, very talented guy. I, I love Britt. And I think his wife is a massive Bachelor fan, I, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Well, tell I will do so, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so cool. And it goes to show you, you know, how much the bachelor cuts to the core of, of like human emotion. There's so many people that you would never think are like massive fans or just crazy, awesome bachelor fans, you know? Yeah. 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 No, our fan base is massive. It's much bigger than I had even realized before going on the show to be honest i i hadn't really watched the show prior and then when i came off i was like oh my gosh the literally t- everybody watches this yeah, the show touches people all right yeah, let's yeah. do uh let's do one more one more qu- one more game one more game question okay, okay i'll do this one all right this is a good one i see smiles and laughter i see babies and grandbabies i see a white dress and i see it with you man yeah i have yeah. no idea i'm so sorry i have no clue if this that is if so- this is a garth brooks lyric they're gonna cancel my show <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you grant we wouldn't do that <laughs> you to guys you. like unless you have room on this panel do not get me fired <laughs> Listen, we would never do that your bachelor <laughs> knowledge sucks but your country music knowledge is very impressive. Very. Yes. I think that's all that matters. Yes, exactly. You know, so wait, so what I, do you I'm think it is? Alum. I'm a proud alum. I wish I could do better with that. But <laughs> I, I do appreciate and value everyone from the franchise. And and obviously, we touched on it a little bit earlier. It's been a really weird ride for me in the way that the show has kind of come in and out of my life. Like, I don't think... It's not like you can pick up the phone and just get on The Bachelor. Like, so for that... Absolutely. That stuff to happen with someone I'm dating and then me and like, it was just, it was uh, very messy. I will say that <laughs> very confusing and very hard to juggle all of that. Yes. So I, I wish my, my bachelor knowledge was better, but I, I'm glad you guys are not giving me Garth Brooks lyrics that I'm going to miss and get fired by Spotify. <laughs> no, Absolutely. no, no, no. It's not Garth Brooks. No, it was actually bachelorette number one, Trista and Ryan. Nice. Yes. Love both of those uh, people. I don't yeah. think you could pick a, a better couple to represent the, what the franchise stands for. All right, Graham. Well, it was a pleasure meeting oh, and talking to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And again, you guys do an amazing job and I, I'll, I'll make sure that I listen to more shows and can't thank amazing. you enough for all the time that you gave me. And thanks for letting me come on and, and, and talk about Country Shine on Spotify, please. Uh, I would love yes. for you guys to check it out and send me messages, notes, whatever you guys have. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And anything I can do to support you guys, let me know. Thanks so much. And you can let our listeners know where to find you on uh, on social. So your Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yes. I got real creative with mine. So it's it's my name, Graham Bun. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Across the okay. board. Hot, yeah. hot wow. cross buns. Yeah, that's, the, that's in the nickname bio, hot, hot, hot cross buns, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I uh, love y'all. Love it. Man, I love uh, catching up with... Um, bachelor alum right he's really made a successful career out of this yeah yeah he definitely has 
It's such Great energy. good, like feel good energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could have talked to him for hours. Like I was just, you can tell how genuine and sincere he is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really like him. Yes, and I love all the coincidences that happens. Like he, he was just saying like all the coincidences that's happened with the bachelor since he went on the show and like the people that he's met and he knows so many of them. It's great. Yes. I, I have to say really quickly when he was talking about like, you know, like him going on the show, like after breaking up with Chriselle, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't help but wonder, you know how they always say like Chris Jenner works hard, but bachelor producers work harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if they had contacted Graham, because he knew he was an ex before Chris Shaw possibly had become the Bachelorette, just to like you know keep him in the keep him in the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just never know. Like, what are the odds? Anyway, yes. I don't know if that's ever gonna get. You know, I don't know. I think it's. I definitely think it's a possibility. So I just think yes. it's so crazy. And also, if I were Chris Shaw, I'd been like, "You did what?" Like, I would have been so mad. I think I didn't realize before we even, but you know, since the Chris Shaw interview how much she's kind of been involved in bachelor world right yes Rochelle. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. she kind of just kind of like it was like some you know it wasn't that big of a deal to her she's like oh yeah i was kind of in talks and like we went to lunch like no yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, guys, yeah, it mean. was a lot it was a yeah and then she goes on dance with the stars and yeah i thought that was great i'm super happy that we had him on and um you guys we got to check his country shine Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, listeners, and thank you so much, Graham, for being on our podcast today. You truly were a light, and it was just so good getting to know you. But and you guys, it was a good episode. It was, and make sure to check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share your stories because we're going to start talking about all of them. DM us. We're looking forward to it. Are y'all tired of being single out there and looking for love? To all my single men, I'm about to be the best wing woman ever because The Bachelorette is looking for you. If you are single or know of any amazing single guys you can nominate, just go to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. You got it. Bachelornation.com forward slash apply and sign them up right now. They will thank you for it. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Hit that subscribe button and we will see you guys next week.